Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Welcome to Hands Off Parents. That's so enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm Abby. I'm Steph. Huh? Yay. Um, how are you doing? Um, it's been a hard week because um, Iris got hand, foot, and mouth disease, which should be renamed medieval fucked up crazy disease. It was like the kid was covered in boils. I, it was... So gross. Dude. Do you remember when we were kids and our parents would have like chicken pox parties? Did you guys have this? Like, no. Oh, your uh, parents had chicken pox parties? Yeah, like they, like so one kid would get chicken pox and then everybody would like be sequestered into like one house that like they'd bring all the kids over and they'd be like, oh, just do it together. What? Really? Yes. I never heard of this in my life. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's, was like standard operating procedure. But what, how often could you have such a party? Like once. once. So it's just like an, a once in a lifetime chicken pox party. Wow. But it was kind of like Y2K kind of sounding like, yeah, up, drink a lot of water. Totally. And get chicken pox. Batteries. I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Like my best friend came over and we, we did it together. Huh. Just hung out. Interesting. Um, but it was, it was gnarly and, uh, and, and I never use that word. So, so it's gnarly. Um, in a bad way. She had these blisters all over the palms of her hands, Ooh. bottom of her feet, inside of her mouth, on her knees, on her tush. She couldn't eat for two days. Terrible. It was There's nothing you can do because it's viral. So you just have to wait. There's just, like, not even like a bomb or solve, nope. which just, is the word I hate. No, nope, well. no solve. Just wait it out. And she was very sad. Yeah, she was sad. I was sad because I had to be here and Mike had to be here. It was hard. I mean, we, sure. you know, we had to not work, which is what I want to talk about about today, actually. Um, I just want to add for our listeners who don't know this. I didn't know this because I told a friend about it who like immediately was like, do your kids have it? And I was like, I hope not. He thinks, I don't think so. They didn't get it. Um, but she told me that her friend's kid had it and then her friend got it. So a grown woman had yeah. it. And yeah. you had mentioned that to me too. And I was like, oh no. And apparently if you get it as an adult. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Like she couldn't walk. Do like, you think I'm past the window? I think so. Like it's been, it's been like seven days. Yeah, I think, since, I think so. I don't know. It could be incubating still in my body. I hope not. Oh I, God, I really hope not. If you give it to me, I'm not your friend I'm for at least so a day. I'm so sorry if I do. I'll buy you lunch again. All right, that's fine. I'll take that. I'll buy you another $5 salad from the grocery store, which Deal. is what I did today. <laughs> so you felt pretty bad being home, but you've been feeling kind of bad not being home. Yeah. I felt bad about feeling bad about being home. Ah, very yeah. complicated. Very complicated. Inception style guilt. Yeah. There's a lot of layers of guilt right now. I, yeah, I wanted to talk today about how I'm just feeling really guilty right now about my work life balance like I feel like um you know I opened a new business I've sort of been alluding to that on the podcast and it's just so much work and I am distracted and I'm just feel like I have to do so much and then I can't spend as much time with Iris. And then when I am spending time with her, like we talked about last week, I'm on my phone and I'm checking emails and I'm doing marketing stuff. And, you know, the reason I quit my other job was so I would have more time to be with her. 
And now that's not the case. If anything, I feel like I'm maybe busier. So I feel bad. I feel really bad. And I know you've said this and we've sort of, we talked about this a little bit, uh, on our, one of our previous shows, you think she realizes it like she's just acting differently. Not anymore. I mean, no. she's she's fine now. Like she's used to your like poor parenting. Yeah, now. she just she's gets like, it now. She's just like, this is the way it is. You suck. I'm just it's like fine. a mom from the seventies, I guess. No, like I think that I don't know. I don't know. It could go one of two ways. It could be like, you know, ultimately, like my mom built a business from the ground up, and yeah. I'm proud of That's her. Amazing. Or like she totally neglected me, and you know. Yeah. But what I think is interesting about it is that Mike doesn't seem to feel the guilt. So I think that's a good way to frame this conversation. Like, is it just a mom thing or is it a parent? And I'm sure there's dads out there that feel guilty. So I don't want to generalize that it's just a mom thing. Um, But moms are like, I feel like women. Yes. Take on a lot more emotionally than men do yeah maybe that's the root of some of it yeah I think that like so this weekend for example Saturday I had a lot to do for work and so I took her to my parents to be there because Mike also had to do a bunch of stuff for work and like he was as unavailable as I was on Saturday yeah and when I called him around lunchtime I was like I feel terrible. I was, I'm not, I'm not with her. I'm, you know, I feel awful. I'm a, I'm a terrible mother. Tell me I'm not a terrible mother. He's like, you're not a terrible mother. And then I like dawned on me like, wait, he's not with her right now either. But he didn't say that to me. Yeah. That he feels like a terrible father. No. So why, why am I taking this on? Like what, you know, it's like, I think, and I told you this before when we were talking today that like it feel, I feel selfish. Yes. Business feels selfish to me. Um, and being a mom is supposed to be, and a parent is supposed to be selfless. Yes. And so that's probably a big part of it. It's like, you're supposed to give and give and give and give and not take anything for yourself, but that's not fair because men, I feel like this is, I do feel like this is a woman, a woman, man thing, because I feel like men are encouraged to be entrepreneurial, to be like super crazy breadwinners to like, it's sort of like part of that cultural, that's a cultural norm. Yeah. But as a woman who's starting a business to try to build something and be entrepreneurial and all of that, yeah. I feel like I'm doing something selfish. Yeah. So like when a man does it, it's like he's providing for his family. When a woman does it, it's like she's... Like you could do something else where you'd be home more. More available. Yeah. That's not fair. I don't think that's fair at all. And I don't, I'm sure your husband, knowing him, would never... Never. Think that or allude to that. And I... I'm sure some husbands would, but I know he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like, full disclosure, Mike is a thousand percent on board. Like, every time, every day when I'm like, why did I do this? What was I thinking? Yeah. He's like, you have to do this. This is a great idea. Like, he's extremely supportive. Yeah. Um, so I will say, like, so I have classes at night once a week. And coming up in the fall, I'll have two night classes. And that's a lot for Rob. Like, he gets home at, like, 5.30, 6. Like, not quite 6, but, like, class starts at 6. So, like, I'll have to, like, get them fed. And, and then, like, he, it's on him, like, for the rest of the night. And that doesn't seem like a big deal, I know, to be like, he has to watch them. But, it like, they know I'm there. 
and I can hear them. You're still in the house. Yeah, I'm still in the house. And like sometimes they'll just like pop in and he'll have to like grab them. Like, cause I'll be like talking on my classes, right? Online. So, um, I feel not guilty about this. Right. <laughs> but I think I should. I feel guilty that I don't feel guilty. But I think because you're still in the house. You like, think that's why? So last night I had to leave at 6 o'clock to go to a rehearsal. Tonight I have to leave at 6 o'clock to go to a performance. Tomorrow, uh, the next day and the next day, I have to go to rehearsal at 6. So I'm going to be missing bedtime literally for a week. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I am here in the morning with her. I take her to school every day. I pick her up every day. You know, I do all of that stuff and then Mike comes home after work and he will do bedtime, which is what a lot of families do. Yeah. But it's like some people work nights. So basically, essentially, I'm working nights nights right now Yeah. for this particular time. I don't think it's going to always be this way. But, and like Iris has gotten to the point now where she'll be like, mommy's going to work. Like she knows mommy's going to work. Yeah. That crushes me. That makes me feel guilty. That's, I And I see why. I'm trying to, like, lessen your guilt because... I don't think you can. No, I'm sure not. I think, I mean... I but do think you think it's, it's you? But it's not you because we were just, like, looking this topic up and, like, you put in mom guilt on the internet and it's, like, mom porn. Like, you're like, yes, I just totally. want to read all about totally. other moms who feel guilty. I mean, like, moms own businesses, right? Yeah. And work and go to school and function and have to put their kids second sometimes. And and our nurses who work nights and work like 18-hour shifts. I mean, I don't know. I think part of it is probably like, so it's a new business and so I'm not making any money right now. So it feels like I'm just doing this thing to take away, like and it's taking away time from my family and I'm not making anything. But the goal ultimately is that, I will build something that I can then be home more yeah. with my family. Yeah, absolutely. I I think she would understand. <laughs> like, she doesn't understand now, obviously. But I don't know. In Like, I've been thinking a lot about my own family lately and how, like, all the bad things that I think or thought as a kid – And then, like, in retrospect, you're kind of like, well, I understand why they did that. I get why they did that. And, like, not like you want to be like, well, I'm just going to screw up Iris till she turns, like, 19 or 20 and, like, becomes an adult and understands. But she will, right? I mean, mean, it doesn't help you feel any better. But maybe it does. I don't know. I think this is – I do think that whatever your kid's situation is, is normal to them. Exactly. So we've talked about this a lot, like, with Iris's hearing loss. That will always 100% be normal to her. She will never... Like somebody the other day, I heard them going like, oh, I I just overheard this. Um, This little girl, she's four and she has to wear a hearing aid and I just feel so bad for her. And I was like, I just turned... I like snapped. I was like... Really? I was like, you don't have to feel bad for her. That is normal to her. Yeah. You know, I was completely projecting. Yeah, yeah. You know, and being like protective mama bear, even though yeah. Iris like wasn't even near there, and it had nothing to do with me. The conversation, like I was totally out of line, right? Um, <laughs> but like, who are you, right? Like, okay, <laughs> you crazy bitch. Um, but like, I think this is going to be normal for Iris. It's like if if she has a mom who runs a theater, and and that's this super is cool, yeah. And she grows up in that world. That's like amazing for her, a normal part of her life, yeah. Um, 
But it's quality over quantity. That's yes. what I've read yes. in multiple places. So yes. we were talking about this on one of the last shows, like the phone and all that shit. And like, and I said that I was going to do a thing where I wasn't on my phone this week. I knew you were totally making that up. Didn't happen. Yeah. Not a single minute, especially this week because she was home the entire week with hand, foot and mouth. And basically just like crack binge watching Sophia the first. And I was like working alongside her the entire time. Like we were not connecting. Right. Right. She was binge watching Sophia like a glazed eyed Sophia zombie. And yeah. I was like <laughs> working. Um, but when so, you when you make a point to spend time with her, like you spend time with her. Totally. Right? Like, yes. it's not like you're like, oh, let's go to freaking the bouncy castle. And then I'm just, although like not for nothing, that happens all the time. Like, let's go to the playground and I'm just going to look at my phone the whole time. Like, I went to, I went to Wonder Wild, which is this whatever indoor playground, indoor playground thing. I would say 98% of parents were on their phones. Yep. Um, and that felt like bad to me. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm here to hang out with you guys, and I'm going to bounce on these houses with you, too. Right. As soon as we get in the car, I'm pulling out my phone, and I'm texting and driving and putting your lives sure. in danger. Of course. But right now, in this hour, yes. we're playing together. Oh, my God. And that's another fucking thing. The texting and driving. Like, I need to start putting the phone, like, in the back seat. I think, or yeah. something. Yeah. Do you do this terrible thing? I try I like so hard not to. I, like, I'll be I, at a, yes. you know, like a red light or something. Right. And then I'm I'll, not physically driving and texting, but yes, at red lights or whatever. I'm like, oh, what is going on over oh, there? God. It's so awful. It's awful. It's the worst it's thing ever. It's so awful. And I have, like, not with the kids in the car, but prior to my kids, I have, like, scared myself before with the texting. Totally. And, and I, every time I'm like... I'm never going to do right. that again. And That's- if anyone listening says that they haven't, stop listening right now because you you're a liar. Because there are two pe- types of people in this world. Right. People who text and drive and then liars. That's exactly right. I stole that from Louis C.K. That is... Louis says about peeing in the shower. I was about to say, um, that's a genius way to yes. phrase everything. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think it's quantity over quality. But I also think... I don't know, like maybe make a chart. I don't know, like a time chart or something like what. So one of my teachers in one of my classes like gave us this time chart thing Mm -hmm. that I will happily share with you. That's like a spreadsheet. And you're like, she was like, I dare you all to do this for a week and see how much time you spend on each of your activities. Yeah. I have yet to do this because I'm too scared. Oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hundred percent computer like yes. stupid twitter facebook whatever and like eight percent of my kids even yeah. though that number doesn't add up i'm sure that it but would be the case yeah it might be interesting just to like try it out but then it's like too much i feel like it's then i have to put in the time that i spent on the timesheet yeah and i don't want to do that that's yeah. too much timesheets <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot of time did you guys stick to your no no phones in the playroom yes you're you've stuck to it we have and actually the other day um I had the phone in the playroom because I was like closing some app. Like we went for a run and I was like closing the running app. And then like all of a sudden I was like, oh, but there's another thing that I should look at. And Rob was like, your rule. And I was like, absolutely right. And put it away. That's great. Um, But lately, (laughs) this is going to sound so stupid. Jack has like rediscovered his leapfrog 
laptop that he got for Christmas last year. Um, like, which is great. Like, it's a exciting learning tool. But, like, lately he's just been, like, on it a lot to the point where the other day I was like, can you come sit on the couch with me and, like, spend time with me? And he just, like, like brushed me off, like, I'm on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls and reverse. Yeah. Well, you know, I, oh, Iris will close my computer. This really? Is, oh, yeah. She will close it. She'll start trying to type on it, and I'll say, please stop doing that. This is mommy's work. And then she will close the computer. So that's something. Oh, yeah. She's telling me. She's telling me. Like, like she's literally trying to <laughs> shut the computer. It's not even uh, figurative. But okay, so not See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I fucking suck. I'm the worst mother. No. This is not. what goes through my brain. Like this weekend when I when she was at my mom's, I, I was texting my mom like and I was just like profusely apologetic. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst mother. I'm so sorry. Are you mad at me? Are you judging me? Like I like was going crazy because I couldn't be there for like two hours. Yeah. That's fine. That's totally fine. I don't know. And we were saying this before. Like, I think some of it, and not not to guess your feelings, but if you are physically at your job, like, yes, when you were teaching at school, it's like, I'm here. This is what I do now. But because you're like, well, I'm here at home and I'm working. Yes. It's hard to say I'm working. Like exactly. You feel like you're not working. Yes. Like, I do, I, this past three weeks I've been off but like working on school stuff and getting ready for the semester and like I come in though and I'm in my jean shorts they know I'm not working right and they give me looks of death totally. and like even will be like oh you looks like so casual today and I'm like yep <laughs> and I know that they're like well why aren't you why don't you but maybe they don't care like every time I you're I totally you're this, totally, totally projecting. projecting it I'll say to Rob I'm like and then Miss Blah 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 said to me, she totally thinks that. And he, Rob was like, she's probably just trying to make conversation. Like, shut up. Yeah, nobody, over nobody cares yourself. about you. Nobody cares about me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's 100% not happening. But, but I, you know, like the other day, I picked her up at five, after five. I had a meeting that ran late and the traffic was insane. And so I think it was like 5.15. And the whole way over, like, I, I literally, that's the day I got yelled at, like, by a cop because I, like, broke a traffic law. I was, like, going so fast to try to get to her because I felt so bad. And I got there and I was certain she was going to be the only one left in class. And there were, like, a dozen kids there. Like, a ton of parents were picking their kids up at 5.30. Yeah. I think that's, like, the normal Because I usually people... pick her up at 4. Yeah. That's when I usually, you know, I think you pick her, your yeah. kids up around the same time. Yeah. Which is, I mean, there's always tons and tons of kids. And they don't even, like, this is, like, 4 o'clock when I pick them up is, like, let's, like, watch TV time while yes. the big kids sort of transition. And, like, they never want it. Like, they're like, why are you here? Like, but when you bring your watch. kids home after school, what do they do? Um, I try to get them to play, usually. We usually play. Like with dinosaurs or something like that. See, Iris goes straight to the TV. She does. Yeah. We usually watch TV in the morning. Like we'll watch an episode of Sesame Street in the morning while we get I get ready and get breakfast going and stuff. So I try not to right after school. But not just like once dinner is over, it's like, can we watch TV? And then usually I'm like, I don't, it's fine. So we kind of reverse it. She comes home and we watch TV then we have dinner. Then we play, do bath. We yeah. don't turn the TV on after dinner. I try hard not to, but actually that's a total lie. I just straight up lied. I try hard <laughs> to get them to watch TV so I can sit down and watch TV. Well, and I I let her watch TV in the morning too. Yeah. She is watching so... I can't. I can't even. 
I don't even But don't wanna... feel guilty about this. I why am it... I on even public? Like, I don't even know why I'm saying all this out loud. How much TV your child watches. And so did, well, hey, hey, guess what? Here's my podcast. It's called I'm a shitty mother.com. Oh, God. I don't know. I think the other thing is like, okay, this is like some deep stuff right now. I'm about to oh, get, no. I'm about to get deep. I have been so sad for a variety of reasons for the last couple of years. Yeah. And this is the first thing that I have done for myself where I feel like happy about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm, this is like really fulfilling to me in a way that like, and I am a workaholic. So this is the other thing to note. Like, I don't know how you are on this spectrum, but I have from the dawn of civilization, like my mom said, I came out of the womb and my eyes were like open and I was like looking around the room, like just like yeah. out of five immediately on a one to five scale, guys, not a one to 10, a one to five. Um, and I always like have a bunch of projects going on. Yes. Like I just want to work all the time. I've never gotten a ton of sleep. Like even before I was a mom, I would go to sleep at 12, one, two in the morning and not need, I need like five hours of sleep and wake up and work some more. That's like crazy. there's always so many things that, and that's just my personality, I think. Yeah. So having a kid hasn't changed that about me. I still have a personality where I take on too many things. I take on too many projects. I spread myself really thin. Yeah. Now I just have another person who's in the mix. Yeah. No, I'm a hundred percent the exact same way. And I think a lot of people are like that. Like, Especially, like, not, I mean, not just creative people, but definitely creative people. Yeah. Because it's always like, oh, that would be so fun. Let's do that. Oh, let's do that. And then all of a sudden you have, like, 500 freaking things to do. And you're like, oh, wait, I don't right. want to do any of this anymore. I want to sit on the couch. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I just think that, like, I don't know, maybe just coming out of that, like, the darkness. Yeah. And, and being like, oh, I want to do this thing. I want to do this thing. I want to do this thing. And, like, some of those things don't involve my child. I think a... It's awesome. Like, I think it's awesome. You were like, went through serious depression for very legitimate reasons. Being happy, like, I mean, if you, if, if I was saying this or if one of our millions of listeners <laughs> called you up and was like, I feel happy for a little while while I'm doing something that I really enjoy doing, you'd be like high five and mazel tov. Yeah, I feel happy and I feel guilty about it. Yeah. Because it's mine. And this is what I'm saying. It feels selfish. Yeah. It feels like being happy about something that doesn't involve my kid is selfish. That's so weird. It is weird. But I, I'm sure lots and lots and lots of people feel this way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean. But I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Because we're like conditioned as parents to be selfless and all consumed with our child yeah and that's crazy and it's not real it's like fake made up propaganda there's an awesome book i might have actually just said this on one of the i don't know called the way we never were it is like she talks about stephanie coons i think is her last name i might be Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she just talks about like how like this is like it's like a made up like no parenting was just like not like families weren't like this like they just be kind of like became like it's very new yeah it's very new that this is like and we've talked about this like way back when freaking mike and rob were on the show and they were like we used to have kids to like 
like tend the farm like yes. imagine do you think any farm mom was like i feel guilty that my kid has to like go milk a cow while i bake 75 pies <laughs> like no right right this is like this is a very like wah wah we're, yeah, we're modern beings super modern guilt. it's like it's part of this whole like yeah the kids are the center of the world now we are totally talking ourselves out of guilt <laughs> i feel like maybe i need to do that yes yeah um I don't know. I just keep saying I don't know because I, I, I just, it's just something that is so, my mom also stayed home. So my mom was a stay at home mom. So that's my model. Yeah. And so, and then, and then, oh, and then this was the other thing. And I know my mom's listening to this because she's a very supportive mother. Um, but the other day I was like, she was over here and she was like, Iris, uh, your mommy's, mommy's working. Don't, don't bother her right now. And then she said something like, your mommy's always working. <gasps> Oh no! And I was like, "Did you tell me I'm ruining lives? everybody's lives?" No, you're not. Um, yeah, it it hurt my feelings, but I think that she didn't mean it negatively. She didn't mean it like that. Like I think she's very proud of what I'm doing as well. Everybody in my life, I have very supportive people in my life, and they're all very pro. Yeah. Um, also, probably because they're like, "Yay, you're not catatonic anymore." I'm sure. This is awesome. Everybody who you know? loves you wants you to be happy. And this is a cool thing. And you're like giving back to the community. And Iris is going to be like, my mom's a business owner and does stuff and is creative. And when she's like, mom, I want to be a freaking acrobat. You're going to be like, wow, that's amazing. And I can't wait to bring you to acrobat lessons. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I am still Jewish. That yes. makes me nervous. So no acrobats. No acrobats. I do have to say, though, this this was a good thing, though. This this past week when she was sick and she was home every day with hand, foot, and mouth, she was here for four days, because I wasn't having a place I had to go to every day, which was part of my plan, I could be here with her. Right. I was working while I was here. There you go. But I was still here. So... And that was the thing. Like, I, I wanted to be here for her when she was sick. Yeah. I wanted to be able to take her to the doctor. And I was able to do all of those things. So. And that's, like, one of the reasons you wanted this job. It's true. To start this. It's so true. So that you had time. So you- I. Yes. I was my own boss. And I didn't have to. It was great. I didn't have yeah. to call anybody and be like, I can't be there. Yeah. I just wasn't. Which is the most stressful. And then you feel guilty about not being at work. That was the thing. I, that's the thing. I, I felt. Yes. So I have traded feeling guilty about two things to just feeling guilty about one. So maybe I am headed in the right so direction. Like, I, I used to feel guilty about not being present enough for my students. Yeah. Now I don't feel guilty about that. I just feel guilty about my kid. Guilt is such a weird... Does everybody feel that? Does everybody I, feel guilt? Do you feel guilt? I I think I told you before we started that the, yesterday I said that I felt guilty that I wasn't watching the Olympics. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> then I was like, Rob, I feel like, do you feel bad that you don't know what's going on? And he was like, Shh, please stop talking right now. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I feel guilty about everything. Everything in my life makes me feel guilty. Do you feel like you're not a good enough mother? Um, you know what? Like, honestly, I, I feel the best about my mothering than I do about most everything. Like I have imposter syndrome across the board. But not about parenting. Like, I I don't think that I do... Like, I 
I'm certainly screwing things up. Like they're a, like constantly like their hair is all over the place. They wear mismatched socks. Well, that's like, that's shit. like I'm just that's like, that's hands off. I like I love the the crap out of them, and they definitely know. And I don't. I, I it's weird. Like I don't want to say I don't feel guilty about like leaving them at school. I would love to be home with them, but I also I don't know. I think like maybe it's because they're boys i don't know that i feel like showing them that i'm a mom and a woman who like is like getting her education and like yeah. think i'm proud to be that mom totally so i mean did that just make you feel bad yeah I, yeah oh, thank sorry. you no i'm kidding <laughs> no i do it's like it's conflict it's just yeah. i'm very conflicted because i don't i do feel like i'm a good mom i feel like she is very loved and I mean like this morning she loves we took we went to swimming lessons we we do swimming lessons every Monday together Mike isn't staying home from work yeah. doing swimming lessons like I'm building a life around the things that I need to do like I I I go with her up to swimming on Monday mornings I take her to school every morning I pick her up at four I mean I try to tailor my life to fit around those yeah. things um but I think that I'm. this is really a good conversation to talk about quality because I think that is the thing that I'm feeling guilty about is that it's not that I'm not available to her and that I'm not around. It's that when I'm around, I'm distracted. That your brain is also. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's just because I am sinking a lot of money into this thing and I want it to work. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, oh my God. You know, this is like, it's almost like I've birthed another child and I'm like focused on the new baby and the new baby's taking a lot of time. And yeah, but yeah, I just think it's, I think it's a good, a good suggestion to try to bring awareness to the way that I'm, that I'm spending my time. Yeah. But when we were just Googling this before and like all the things on guilt, parenting and guilt were like use your guilt productively to stop feeling guilty and spend some freaking time with your kids. We were like, ew, that's making us feel guilty. Um, but I think it, like, it's right. They're onto something. It's true. Being probably communists or. Yeah, um, for sure. Nothing against communists. I no, mean, no, maybe I'm well, not sure. I mean, like I'm not trying to isolate the theoretically. Like I, I'm, I'm have. with you. Like yes. let's all be even and <laughs> yes. and make it just like let's just wipe yeah. the slate clean and like just Start everybody over. get the same loaf of bread and like just put it up. Like give me a, give me an ear of corn and a jug of milk and a cow and give everyone else the same thing and we'll all just fend for ourselves yes. and it'll be all on a friends and family plan. <laughs> Exactly. Let's live on a kibbutz. Let's make a kibbutz. In your house. This is what, this is what, okay, divert. This is sister wives. I'm, I'm into Uh, the idea. We've talked about this. But I don't want to like sleep with your husband. Please don't. And I feel the same way about Rob. But like the thing I like about the sister wife thing is that their houses all kind of back up into the same little yard. So like we could just sort of live on this little commune. And have chickens that make fresh eggs. That's it, though. Because they just look so cool, fresh eggs. Yeah, they do. And they're all different colored browns. And I, I'm into, like, it's a village. Like, it takes a village. I'm, I'm about the village. I'm all about the village. Yeah. Except the village is a, mostly my mom. <laughs> it's my village. My village is filled with idiots. Um, 
not your mom, but my yeah. own personal village. No, I yeah. I think um I think this is good. I think that I've been talking about this fucking cell phone thing for like the past few weeks, I feel like, and now I need to just listen or to what I'm saying. Pick a room. Like pick like it's a start at least. Not like this idea that I had is a great one or anything, but just like it feels like you walk into that room and there's like this like force field yes. now of like, oh, I have to like pay attention to you because what else am I going to do? You is- know, this is what we actually did this with our students one year and the kids all laughed and thought it was really funny. But the principal, we, we, we put this yellow duct tape um, at the threshold of every like theater or performance space. Uh-huh. And we said, when you cross the yellow line, you have to leave all of your emotional baggage and stuff at the door and you need to come in ready to work. Right. And so I need to just have that mentality in my home. Yeah. Um, in some, I mean, some places you have to work, right? Sure. You can't not, but when she goes to bed, I can work. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm not, when she's not with me and at school, I can work. Yeah. I need to give the two hours before I take her to school and the two hours after school and the weekends need to go to her. Yeah. I think that's what it, I think that's what I need to do. And at least you could say to yourself, like, I spent this hour with her and it was a freaking awesome hour. And we, ha-. but then like the problem is, is like, you're going to be like, oh, let's spend this hour together. And she's going to be like, I'd rather watch Sophia the first because it's more interesting to me. Absolutely. She are. will do that. Yeah. But when she does that, I need to sit next to her and watch it with her. And watch it with her. Yeah. And be like, instead of Sophia. being on my phone, or, sitting next to her. Yeah. Yeah. So. I am going to truly give this. I'm not even going to get, I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do it this week, Abby. Will you live tweet it though? Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome. And ironic. Oh, <laughs> I love you so much. Should we, what do you think? We've chatted for a while. We've been, we, I had this article to bring up. I was going to. Yeah, let's go ahead and go ahead and and interject it right now. Let's just interject it right now. These people don't need to sit through it. Sit through a break. Um, So this is a life hacker: how to get rid of mommy or daddy guilt. And I I feel like life hacker has a lot of good things to say. Decide what you've done is something you should really regret. So decide if what you've done is something you should really regret. So like working hard to start a business is that something you should really like regret and feel guilty about? No. Resolve to let some things go. Sometimes my daughter goes to school in mismatched outfits and hair disheveled. That's- my daughter goes to school like that every day and always has. So I'm not that. I don't need to let that go. Yeah, it's just a, a quality of state of being. That's what I think too. And like the perfection of like, I don't. The that's crazy. I don't have parenting perfection. I don't either at all. I I don't want. to. I am glad I don't have that cross to bear. Yeah. But I, I know a lot of parents yes. do. Like the the Pinterest parents. Yeah. And like if that's your thing and that's what you want to spend time on and good for you. But like if it makes you feel bad when you don't do it, it seems yeah. counterproductive. Um, remember that the grass is always greener on the other side. Working parents might feel guilty about not spending enough time with their kids. Stay-at-home parents might feel guilty about not bringing home a paycheck. Right. You can't ever win. So basically you're screwed either way. Right. Pause before you react. Some of the worst guilt-inducing moments happen because of your knee-jerk reactions. Try to make a habit to hit pause before responding to your children. Well, I don't really feel guilty about how I react react to her. I do sometimes. That's where my guilt yeah, is. Yeah, you feel bad about like yelling at them. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to feel guilty, and I don't want to yell either. But part of it is that like you have two... And like. 
two-year-old boys. Terrible. And they're boys. Yeah. And there's two of them. Yeah. Iris is a particularly orderly sort of, you know, prim and proper little girl. I don't need to, like, yell at her. Yeah. I mean... But the... Yeah, the guilt and the reaction is... I'd I'd like to work on that. Put the pause. Put on the pause. I've been trying to very hard. Like, since we've had these conversations, this is actually helpful to me. I'm so glad that your own (laughs) podcast is helping you. (laughs) Humble Um, brag. Yes. No, I definitely have, like, been like, let's talk about your feelings a little bit more. How are they reacting to that? Um, okay. Like, it's kind of funny. I think I said this, like, I've been like, sometimes I'm like, let's take a deep breath. And Jack always goes, cookie monster. (laughs) Like, yes, that's what cookie monster does. (laughs) Takes him like four times till he understands not to eat the cookie. Find practical solutions to the big things that make you feel guilty. I think that's actually a very, very good. That's a good list. Takeaway. And I, I think that that's what we've been talking about. I can do these it's like, I can't, this is what I can't do. I can't give up the business for my daughter. No. I can't do that. I can be more present when I'm with her. Yes. And I can leave my cell phone in the other room and not check my email for two hours. Yeah. I can do that. Yes. And nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen. In fact, it'll on. probably be good Good. what would happen. Because then it'll be like, oh, I got real emails, not just another Banana Republic Gap Old Navy. If I get 40% one more off. of those. Yeah. Me alone. Um, yeah. So I think feeling guilty can be used for productive ends, but it doesn't feel good to feel guilty. It really doesn't. No. But I feel better having talked about it. Yay. And I think that it's something that's just kind of like been brewing and I just need to be more accountable. It's not, I need to stop attaching judgment to it. Yes. It's not that I'm a terrible mother. No. Which is my knee jerk. My knee jerk is to be like, I'm a terrible mother. It's not that. It's that I'm focused on this thing right now and I can be focused on this thing, but I also have to, like, it can't be the, to the detriment of my kid. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can do both. You can do both. And I have to. You actually can do it all. <laughs> That's what I hear. And wear high heels. That's what I hear. That um, never fucking happen. I want to tell you what I cannot do. Let's hear it. Um, and I don't feel guilty about it, but I kind of did. I cannot cook anything <laughs> to save my life. In fact, it will hurt my life. And burn down my home. I think you should tell us what you're talking about, Abby. So I've had a week off now for, for like one week vacation. <laughs> You've just like, been throwing shit in the oven. And I've literally just been throwing shit in the oven thinking that something good is going to come of this. Um, and I've been trying to dry fruit and make granola. And I really want to make freaking granola with dried fruit. And it is disastrous. And the other day I bought um, parchment paper because that's what everybody talks about is freaking parchment paper. But I bought wax paper because they're the same things. Okay. But they're not. Okay. At all. And wax is like a candle. Right. Wax. Like and you, you, and and you, you can't, put it, you can't put that in fire. No, you can't put it in it the oven. Because it will melt. <laughs> yes, it melted to four pans. But you shouldn't try, you should just like try it once and see what happens. Not try it on four different pans with various fruit that's rotting. And granola. <laughs> that's- so did you look up a thing online about how to do this? Yeah. And it said parchment paper. But why did you get wax paper? 
Because it's cheaper? I ask you this to analyze this is my, me. This is my question. Was it cheaper? I think so. Like by a quarter? Probably. <laughs> and I just assumed they were the same thing. Like, what is the difference? Oh, a lot. One is made of wax. One is not. What is parchment paper? I mean, back in the day, like you write, was, scribe the commandments I on don't it. Know. Like, what, is it made from animal skins? How like does it, it not be it? set on fire? I. How does it not be set <laughs> on fire? What's that? I don't know. What is that sentence? I don't know, but it's about as logical as buying wax paper over parchment paper. So why don't you just buy dried fruit? I don't like. I don't understand I even what you're saying. I don't I even understand why. I could. I would never take a piece of something and decide I was going to dry. That's just. I don't know. It's like that joke. Like, how does a Jewish lady make dinner? <laughs> Well, how? She calls and makes a reservation. That's true. Or something yes. like that. I just butchered that joke. <laughs> but I just like, I don't have that thing in my brain where I'm like, look, the fruit is rotting. Let me salvage it by drying it. <laughs> I'm like, the fruit is rotting. Parent. Throw it away and, and be angry at myself and feel guilty that I'm wasting money. Uh, that's usually what I do. But for some reason, I was like, I'm going to dry fruit. I've been wanting to make pickles for like most of my life. I've not tried this because you can get botulism and die. <laughs> But like I was like, at least I can dry fruit. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, I can melt wax paper to all of my pans and maybe burn my house down. But at least I won't get botulism and die. There is this great, this reminds me of this funny story. When I was pregnant, Mike, we had just moved into our new house like a month before. And he was picking me up at work. I think my car's in the shop or something. But anyway, he... Like, I asked him to turn a pot of the, to boil something on the stove, like simmer, simmer something on the stove. He came all the way in rush hour traffic to pick me up a 30 minute drive. With the stove on? Yes. (gasps) Mike. I know. And then we were on the way back and he told me and I was like, oh my God, this is, your house is burning down. it's, it's, It's burned down. I'm pregnant. Our house is gone. And I was just like, why would you do that? And it just didn't occur to him that that wasn't a thing you should do. And he probably didn't even feel guilty about it. No. But you felt guilty for asking him to put the pot on. I I think in that situation, I probably did a great job of making him feel like shit. I'm sure that I... That I, I mean, he could chime in here. Call in, Mike, and tell us how I handled that moment. He can't because he's at work. Not hanging out with you. That's true. Like, feel guilty about that. Yeah, he's at work, not sitting at at our kitchen table, like, having a stupid conversation. (laughs) A lovely conversation. If you feel guilty... (laughs) Write us. Write us. Um, If you feel guilty about not rating us on (laughs) iTunes, you should. You should feel really guilty about that. I think so. How hard is it right now? Everybody, open your browser. You're all on your fucking phones. Open your browser... Type in hands off parents iTunes and just click the rate us. Yeah, put a star. Just do some before. do five. Do five stars. Like, would it please. would it kill you right now? It could would be it done. Kill you? It could be done. It could be done. Just do it. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank <laughs> you guys for Come listening. Back. Come back again. This was an excessively glass half full kind of an episode, yeah. as usual with us. No, but what I mean, I feel like I feel oh, like I got somewhere and. Parents feel guilty all the time. And yeah. It's, they shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, we should try not to, I guess. We, sh- we should. We absolutely should. And write us how you get over your guilt. Yes. Bye. Bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at 
at handsoff parents or you can always send us an email at handsoff parents at gmail.com or if you look on Facebook if you're into that thing you can find us there as well handsoff parents is Steph and Abby Mail camp.